0: I did not have sexual relations with that woman.
1: Yes or no, did you ever take banned substances to enhance your cycling performance? Yes.
0: I had no prior knowledge of the planned assault on Nancy Kerrigan. I am deeply sorry for my irresponsible and selfish behavior I engaged in. Hello, everyone. It's uh, Oops! The Podcast again. We have an absolutely spectacular guest this week. Uh, but first, I'll say hi to my dear friend and co-host, Giulio Gallerati. Giulio, how are you? Francis, how are you? I'm so swell. And also on the podcast <laughs> today, we've got the wonderful <laughs> Ashley Hesseltine. You know her from Girls Gotta Eat... Ashley, thanks for being here.
2: I am so happy to be here. First guest alert. Yeah. I think, right? Yes, you're the first. Great to have you. Unless
0: we were to get a better guest. And push
2: my episode back. And push your episode. Or get rid of it altogether.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't sound like something that's going to happen.
2: I don't think you guys are going to do that. We'll see. You're not going to get that.
0: We're not doing much better.
2: (laughs) We're waiting to hear back.
0: (laughs) Let's leave it at that. A lot of feelers out there. A lot of feelers.
1: (laughs) A lot of feelers. A lot of
0: feelers. Um, (laughs) So, thanks for being here, Ashley. You're incredibly looking very sporty today.
2: This is my vibe. It's a very trendy outfit. Do you think I look like an influencer?
0: I think you look like a a woman who, you know, if you, I don't really know exactly what, what is an influence?
2: Okay. I I say that jokingly. There was like an influencer Halloween costume this past Halloween and it was basically this you look like one one. Right. And so a friend told me one time, this is how I dress all the time, like head to toe athleisure this hat, like unmarked, and a friend once he was like, "You just look like a D-list reality show star," oh. <laughs> which is fine. Yeah, no, seriously, mm. like you got the Adidas Boost, the like, yeah, the exclusively. M- they don't sponsor me. I wish they would. Well, we'll see. Maybe we can. You've you know, got you have got the black, camo, the
0: black. Camo, And I've never understood the black camo because that only works if you're dealing with different shades of night.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like to kind of hide in the night.
0: Like if somebody is like, boy, it's dark, but th- it's a little less dark in some places. And so I need a black camo.
2: That's my vibe.
0: You uh, you are with Raina Greenberg, yeah. one half of uh, Girls Gotta Eat. It's a massively popular podcast. We've become dear friends. We co-host our cool show at The Stand. It's called stay humble it's the first thursday of every month check it out next one's i think september 5th um
2: best show in the city it's really good yeah i heard the first one was great it was great well i think so francis and i went up and did our like our thing like Mm -hmm. bantered back and forth to open the show and i was like how is this gonna go you never know it's true i don't know you that well
1: we know each other pretty Pretty well well,
2: but not at that level to like are we gonna be okay to go on stage and Be funny. It's a different kind of
1: relationship up there.
2: And I think we did great.
0: We did. People liked it. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. You know, we don't know each other that well in terms of how long we've known each other. Yeah. But some people uh, bear themselves, reveal themselves very quickly to each other. It's a trust thing. And so I feel (laughs) like in a short period of time, given that we're both transparent about who we are, we bonded by our shared openness. I think so, too. Some people are like hermit crabs. Where you have to hum to them for a while For them to come out of their shell
2: Did you ever have a hermit crab or did either of you guys Or is that like a white trash kind of thing (laughs) I never did I knew people who did
0: I would go down to the water (laughs) that we lived on And get them
2: Of course the water that you lived on But
0: I didn't think we owned them (laughs) They were just there. They were there before
1: us.
2: I had I had some like one of them had a leash. It was a thing. What I had a lot of pets growing up, like hamsters. I can't believe my parents let this happen. This is one of my (laughs) biggest regrets that I would put my parents through this. Like I loved pets, Mm -hmm. and my parents were like, "Well, we're not going to get a dog." This was when I was really young, so it was like hamsters and hermit crabs. They would get lost around the house. Those are critters, and then you'd see them like like walking around without their shell. Have you ever seen this? That's they have to, crazy. They have to change shells as they grow, and so it would just be like the, these two claws r- walking around our home. Did you have
1: to get them a new shell? How we would have a bunch them? of
2: shells in their cage gotcha, for gotcha. them to transition. Gotcha.
1: Transition. Wow, the shell <laughs> store. Yeah,
0: that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's Why insane. would you have them on a leash? <laughs> That doesn't seem necessary.
1: <laughs> yeah. How fast are these things? They're not I
0: don't know. deer.
2: I can't believe I just that memory just popped up and I'm upset about it myself. They're not elk. What is the you leash know? a piece of string? Yeah, just a piece of string. <laughs> That's cute. Taking mm. it for a walk. Forget it. Can we cut this? I'm just kidding. No, this is great. Absolutely this is, not. This is, this is a, goofy a and- But you convivial. see, like, I'm from Delaware, and like we're, you know. The place Like the places On the boardwalk Like that's just like A touristy thing That people buy You see like Hermit crabs for sale right. Oh Yeah
0: Well that makes more sense
2: Probably not where you grew up On the water
0: <laughs> No you we didn't. We, nobody would have Wanted to buy them Because they were Too accessible <laughs> It's like buying a rock It's pretty close <laughs> Nobody would have wanted that. You're right.
2: It's one step up from a pet rock. You're totally yeah. right. Yeah, it's barely
0: <laughs> alive.
1: It's a pet rock with a surprise. It's barely alive.
0: <laughs> those hermit crabs. <laughs> Uh, well, okay. So this is a podcast as we know about mistakes. This is oops, the podcast. And, um, Ashley, I brought you here today because I want to hear about some of the worst mistakes you've ever made in terms of your career, your love life, uh, perhaps mistakes that you've made with, I I don't know, your family, anything you want to share. Does there something that comes to mind? It's an open ended question.
2: So I thought, I thought a lot about this. Great. Um, so, okay. My thought process, I feel like this is so cliche, is like, if you really love where you are in life, it's hard to be like, I regret these things, I guess. So I guess when I talk about regrets, it's like, if I could end up exactly where I am right now, but change things. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I wouldn't change any, like, career moves. Because I'm here where I couldn't be happier. Right.
0: Anybody who's doing well is probably, that's probably true for them. Right. It's only people who are in prison who would be yeah. like, ah, I, I really wish I could have changed.
2: <laughs> right. And so. I
0: killed that person.
2: Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I've, I haven't been in prison, but I've been to jail four times. Oh,
1: yes. Yes. Wow. Um, yes.
2: So, uh, so, so, so I much guess,
0: better than all the guests we haven't had so far. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, but also then I think regrets. I was actually, I'm kind of talking to this guy last night. And we started talking about this because I remembered I had to come on this podcast and I, we just started, we had like a long conversation about this. I think you regret when you hurt other people, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, absolutely. That, those are the things I would, I think you could take back. I don't think I've, to get like really deep, I feel like sometimes I, I regret like the way I kind of treated my family when I was a kid. Cause I was like a real piece of shit. Mm. And I'm like, I hate that your parents birth you dedicate their whole lives to making you happy and give you everything. And then you're just like a little cunt.
0: Ooh, yeah, I man. felt
2: like that. I was like really mean to my brother. But then I'm like, I think that also helped him mold him into the man he is today. Cause mm-hmm. he was like such a pussy when he was a kid. <laughs> and so he, my brothers, have you seen him? He's six, seven, three twenties, play college oh, wow. football. He's like a big, scary looking dude, but he was like a real pussy as a kid. And I just picked on him. <laughs> and I think that helped him like have a little fight in him. He was a real pussy he would cry if anyone cursed he had so many allergies he was just like the like such a little bitch of a kid
1: straw boy yeah that's a good this is really compelling
2: proof but he was so big someone swears he's crying yes like one time he caught my dad like smoking a cigar and he just like broke down and (laughs) so i think i kind of helped mold him into just toughen him up a little i don't say that to I say that truthfully. I don't say that just to, like, back up my actions. But I also just, like, made him cry a lot. And I felt, like, I look back and we're so close now. And I was, like, we were, not I, I feel like your your parents are, like, God, this sucks. Like, we had these kids. We're doing everything for them. And this girl is just the fucking worst. <laughs> you're a kid, too, though.
1: I know, but, you like. Know?
2: And you're the older sister?
1: Yeah. So that's just, like, the natural older sibling dynamic mm. for sure like you just can't feel like you shouldn't feel guilty about that do you have siblings i have a younger brother and sometimes i flirt with the idea of guilt uh-huh. especially when he will hold things over my head and then i'm like oh wait i was fucking 12 get over it
2: right and mm. i'm not we're we we do not we are really close we don't even have any like weirdness resentment we're really tight like i just think about stuff like that where i'm like but i mean that's a long long time ago uh i've had some duis those i kind of talk about that because that was like you know
0: Yeah, let's focus on those, because those are illegal.
2: Yeah. So, (laughs) uh,
0: the first one.
2: Okay. My story is that I have always been a rule breaker. I've always gotten in trouble with, like, drinking and things like that. Like, I just wanted to drink and party from, like freshman year in high school. I had a fake ID at 15. Like, I got this guy to make me a fake ID. I was I was a sophomore in high school getting, like, seniors alcohol. Like, it was like that. I was, like,
0: <laughs> 15 years old. Too. I did that, too. Like,
2: it was, I had this shitty New Jersey ID because those were the only ones that were still laminated back then. And um, I just was obsessed with like drinking and partying and 6 years away from actually legally being able to do it and so i mean i was like drinking and driving in high school and i partying all the time and again still i'm still like a straight A student this i could just like that was kind of why i feel like my parents let me get away with a lot of stuff cuz i was still doing well in school i wasn't a problem Did you child a party school? no right. i'm a uh, I'm a big public school. I had a great education. Like, but I mean. Good public school? Yeah, I felt like it. I I don't, today it probably isn't as good. I think times have changed in terms of like public school education. But I feel like I had a great education. I went to Clemson for school, for college. And I just grew up, like I was always drinking and driving. Like I just didn't ever get in trouble. I was like, I'm great at this. Like mm-hmm. in college, it was just, I was the one that was like blacked out. I would still drive everybody home. It was just this thing. And Clemson, you could not get caught. Like I would get pulled over. The, the cops would know I was drunk and they would just send you on your way. Like the, I, I never knew anyone that got a DUI. If anything, the cops would like, if you were really fucked up, tow your car and put you in the drug tank. Like it was just nobody I knew was getting in trouble for this. And so I was just like, this is fine. And I mean, I moved to Atlanta after I graduated college. I mean, I got a do within a month, like it was just, wow. you know, I was just, I never once thought to ever not drive, at, like drink and drive. Right, right. That was just how I got How home. drunk. Were you the first time you got caught? Oh, man. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Oof, I, I mean, I've had, I've had three, so I got to remember all those numbers. Um, I didn't blow in the second one. I, like, is great. what is it? 0.08 is the limit. It was. Yeah. I think it was like 0.19.
0: That's really, did you feel heavy.
2: hammered? Did you feel like I can definitely drive? Do you, are you like, I was just, dri- I was just driving blacked out. Like I oh, just wow. drove all the time. Like it just was like, I can handle this. Like, right. you know, I would, I in college, but there was this like, I mean, hilarious story. It's really not that funny. Cause someone could have died, you know, but like where I like <laughs> got in trouble, I like got in an accident that I didn't remember. And the cop oh, showed wow. up at my door and were like, you hit this car last night. It was a whole thing. Oh, I ended up flipping it around on them. And I it like got let off of that but um yeah i was was really drunk and yeah. i made like a wrong left turn got pulled over and uh it was terrible but i was also kind of like i think i had this coming you know right. sounds like it, yeah i think my parents were kind of like you had this coming, and they helped me out. Obviously, I didn't have any money. I was like working my first job, you know, probably making like thirty k a year. You know, like I just yeah. didn't have any money, so they had to kind of bail me out of that, quite literally. And uh,
0: what were the repercussions?
2: Well, I just went straight to. I mean, you spend the night in jail. I. I mean, I probably got got out at like f- I don't know four or five in the morning. Was uh, it on a bail. women's jail? No, just like Fulton County, Atlanta. It was a co-ed jail. Yeah, I mean, they kept the. They kept the guy people separate i wasn't in like a cell it's in like a big holding room and like men are on one side women on the other and they like you can't talk to each other
0: damn that's not what i've seen on the internet No. Usually they they mix and they. Well,
2: I did. I I remember going up to get fingerprinted, and there was a guy that was like kind of hot, and I was like trying to flirt drunkenly in jail, and they were like, "You can't
0: do this." The problem with jail sex is that you think you're starting with just one person, and all of a sudden there are twelve men, right? And you you can't say no.
2: Right. So that was the third one that I got that happened. No, I'm just kidding. Wait, wait. That was
0: the first one.
2: This was the first one. I'm saying the gang bang oh, happened on the third one. <laughs> different really, jail, different County
0: stakes. Yeah.
1: What were the, what was the mix of like, what was that jail that you were in in particular? I know Atlanta has some like dodgy neighborhoods. Was it like a mix? This of is kind like, of, like the
2: main city jail. So, so it this was, is like, like bad sort of, I mean, it, it's just every, it was everybody that got arrested that night. You know what I mean? Like right. it mm. was just a mix. Yeah. So, and again, I was drunk. I don't really know all the details. Right. Um, Yeah, it was. I didn't feel scared. It was just a bunch of people that got arrested.
0: Did they call you Fresh Fish?
2: Someone called me Crybaby. Oh, so did, I did have a nickname in jail. Were you crying? Yeah. Oh you're like, oh my God. Oh. And then they, br- they brought out sandwiches and I obviously, it was just disgusting. I didn't want to eat it. And I like gave it to someone and a the, the, the couple of women just were like calling me crybaby. It was bad. I was wearing a really bad outfit. I'd been in like a work event. It was brutal. Oh my I God.
0: In a bad outfit to jail. <laughs> oh
1: my God. I my so trip. this was, and this is per- specifically the first one or the is first this a combination one, and then, of?
2: And then here's what happened, which I think this is going to sound crazy to a lot of people, but I think I've heard of this happening when you're young, you're stupid. I was 22 years old. You think that you're like, I'm not going to get another one. You kind of feel weirdly invincible. And I was, I had nothing had gone through yet. I was still dealing with lawyers. And, uh, that first one happened in October and, um, I got another one in July. So, uh, eight months later and you just are like, I'm not going to get another one. It's a weird mindset of like, what, how's it when
1: you get off it from a, from a negative STD test. Right, you immediately think you can just go. You're like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> Everything TVs that's happened up till myth. now is written off. Yeah, I'm good to go. Right, totally. You didn't have
0: your license revoked for after that first one.
2: There's there's a lot of weird laws. Like you get the most, you get your license taken away if you don't blow. It's a weird thing, mm. mandatory in Georgia. I just had a really good lawyer. I like Googled the best DUI lawyer in the state. I didn't use him. He, you know, he's super expensive. But someone within his firm mm. and was just like, I'm gonna. My my whole life, I think my mindset has always been like, I'll get out of this. Like, I I feel like I've always felt like I'm a little bit above the law. And I mean, I I wasn't. I got in trouble, but I've always felt like I'll figure this out. I'll be able to work my way out of this. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got the second one, you know, eight months later, we were still dealing with The first one hadn't, like, we hadn't gone to court. The lawyers hadn't figured everything out. Um, You just have all these court dates. They go on your behalf. That's what you're paying them for, whatever. You kind of just, like, sit tight until you figure out what your sentencing is. And uh, I had to go to him again. It was like, I got another one. And he was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is so crazy. And here's the new price. And we'll figure this out. Same lawyer? Yeah, same lawyer. And so, you know, the way that works is those lawyers... They play golf with the prosecutors every weekend like it's all done behind closed doors like it's not you're ever going to court and figuring it out so mm. he worked out this deal and one day I showed up to court and basically the the ruling was like she gets one DUI and one reckless driving and a ton of community service and all these things and it wasn't that bad.
1: Did you get out of doing the community permit. service as well? Kinda. <laughs> I just...
0: Uh, Get out of here. Here's the thing. I, I don't know you what... You don't deserve a car.
2: I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, I was supposed to go to community service, and the the guy, like this uh, big black dude, he just took a liking to me. He was like, I was so nice to him. I was like, I would suck up to him so much, and he really liked me, and I went to go pick up trash one day, and he like pulled me aside and was like... Ashley, you know, he was like, you don't need to be here. He was like, why don't, he was like, I need to sign up all these people's papers that said that they were here. Why don't you do it for me? Go into my, you can just go sit in my car here, just sign off on these. And he was like, and I'm just going to be done with this. It was crazy. Wow.
1: Did he ever wow. ask you out?
2: No, that? he was like, he. no, it wasn't guy. creepy. He was like in his fifties. He just, I was so nice to him. And I think you're, you're used to people just being assholes. And mm-hmm. I just was like, so sweet. I brought him like candy one day. Like I just sucked up to this guy so much. And he finally was, I think I did some, I probably did like 20 hours of picking up trash.
0: That's not nothing. Yeah. That not is nothing. A, I, I, not I nothing. don't like picking up trash for fun. It sounds
2: minutes. like you really like.
1: <laughs> yeah, my it's, apartment? It's I'm terrible. like, God, fuck this.
2: Yeah. yeah. At 20 is a lot. It wasn't. It was probably like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but he just took a liking to me and like kind of let me off. And so again, yeah. that just that that what's I don't know the word. It reinforced. Reinforced that I can just get away with stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just trying to be honest here. Like that's yeah. I don't know. It, it almost
0: it's almost like it, a it's white not. Man. No, it's just like it's not your fault okay. right or like as if no if the system never works against you and it constantly lets you off then why would you ever think that what you were doing was wrong
2: i mean but at the end of the day like you know this cost a lot of money three
1: duis too
2: yeah it's, it's a lot Well, of- i
0: do want to hear about the third I'm, yeah. I'm wondering if there's a much more severe uh fallout from the third dui so there has to be
2: this this was obviously like it was tough and i i mean i had a, a I had a work permit, which basically was like
1: you can drive to and you from can work. drive
2: to and from work. I had a kind of flexible job, so of course, in my head, again at twenty two, twenty three, I'm like, this is no big deal. And I got in an accident oh running an errand. I was outside of a dry cleaner, hit, a, backed into a BMW, really fucked it up. And the cops were like, you have a work permit, we can take you to jail right now. And I just. Spun this whole story of I was picking up my boss's dry cleaning. It was a whole thing. And, I, I mean, I still had to, like, you know, pay for, to fix that car. Uh, but that kind of shook me up. And um, and you were sober for that. Yeah, I was just during the day. How rare. It was, okay. it was Halloween. Mm, nice. Wow. <laughs> still partied that night. Yeah. Hard.
0: <laughs> just ran over a couple trick-or-treaters.
1: but
2: <laughs> And then five years went by and I, I totally changed my behavior. I wasn't, I was like, I can't drink and drive. I've learned my lesson. I got two of these. It's like not a thing. And this was all pre Uber. And, uh, cabs in atlanta are a nightmare parking's a nightmare that's not like that's an excuse but i still was i mean i was never driving to and from bars i mean i just didn't drink and drive for like five years you right.
0: did not drink and drive for five years. i
2: mean maybe i'd had a beer here and there All and right. drove but i was like i feel like I've, i'm done i learned my lesson and that's then there was this one night uh i was out i was at a friend's house i was dressed like this it was casual just going over to have a glass of wine or two and it was like friends that I just felt like embarrassed to have to call a cab like there again, no Uber. So I just was like, I've just had a few glasses of wine. I can drive. It's fine. It'd be be so weird. It's like a Wednesday night. It would be so weird to like call a cab to their house right now and have to leave my car here. That was just my frame of mind. And I was drunker than I thought. And I got in the car and just, I mean, I got like lost. I was in a different county. I just drove the wrong way. And I ended up in this other county and just, just stopped on the side of the road and a cop pulled up right behind me and I got a. That's when I got this DUI and uh, it was kind of crazy because it was in this other county. And so when it finally went to court, I had to go see the same lawyer for the third time. And he was like, you're fucking back. I can't believe this. You know, but he was like, do you know how much money we've made off of you? Uh, and he, we luck some in some miraculous like way in the universe the when we went to court for it, that court did not have the records of my previous DUIs and thought it was a first offense and I got like almost off completely and my lawyer ran out of the courtroom and like did like jumped in the air and he was like i've never seen this happen and i was like do i li- do i lie he came out he was like ashley they don't have any record of your previous duis if they did you would literally have mandatory jail time this is crazy you can't just get like a third dui and he was like they don't know and i was like well what if she asked it was like a woman judge i was like but what if she asks me do i lie on the stand and he was never answered me. And so I had to go up to the stand. I was wearing like a cardigan. I was just trying to look so like sweet and nice. And this woman had dealt with so many pieces of shit before me. And I was like, I think I'm hopefully just going to be this fresh breath of fresh air for her. And I was like, I just don't know what to do. if She asks me if I've had a previous DUI. I don't know what to do. My lawyer has not advised me. I, I already took an oath. I don't know what to do. And she never asks me. And then she was like, do you have anything to say for yourself? And I just went into this whole speech of how I've like learned my. My lesson and all this stuff. It was true. I wasn't like bullshitting and I just kind of, you know, this is where I, this is where I shine. I can like speak and, you know, eloquently, I think. And uh, she was like, I really feel like you are just, you so learned your lesson. I'm just going to give you like the minimum uh sentencing.
0: I love I love the idea that this is where I shine on the stand getting myself off of DUI charges like that's your great life skill. Right. Yeah. But also I just yeah. at
2: the end of the day people are listening to this I just don't want to sound like a privileged entitled asshole but like I kind of was and this was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Or nine. It was two thousand ten. I think. I
0: think in so many cases, it's important to frame what things were like when this was happening, and you raised a lot of important uh, clarifying points. One being Uber wasn't available. So yeah. young people now who have never grown up without the accessibility of Uber yeah. have no idea what it was like in high school. You know, if you were lucky, you had parents who said, uh, "You know, just so you know." If you're ever drunk at a party, I don't care what time of night it is, we'll come pick you up. And then it's three in the morning, and you're like, "I'm not fucking calling Calling my parents." parents. And the
1: just yeah, the justification like totally checks out. Like that third one, like. You're not so, that didn't sound like a super reckless situation. You were embarrassed. You yeah. didn't want to have to, you know what I mean? Like, sh- you don't want to lose face in front of your friends. You don't want to be like, I have to call a cab. That sounds, you know what I mean? That sounds nice. As far as dressing up like a librarian on the stand, smart. that makes you sound nimble, yeah,
0: resourceful, smart. incredibly
2: manipulative. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: the whole thing was like, but what I learned. It, one of the things I learned is just like these people in this court system deal with the scum of the earth all day long. Like they just deal with these people that like have been in there so many different times for drugs or whatnot. These people are so rude and they're just, they're, they're just shitty people, not shitty people, but, you know, they're not nice and kind and, like, apologetic, and you just... That's what I was just... I've been to court so many different times and just watched these people come up and speak so disrespectfully even to, to mm-hmm. the judge. Yeah. And so I think if you... Yeah, I guess it's it's manipulation, but it's just like you can go really far by being nice to people in situations like that.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I worked as a paralegal at the district attorney's office in New York. So we would go into the courts every day Mm -hmm. and I would watch, you know, small hearings like this. And. What you realize is that a lot for a lot of those people, going back to jail, they don't care. Right. They don't care at all. There's it nothing to lose. There's, they don't. Yeah, it doesn't matter to them. So for you know, it clearly mattered to you. You didn't want to go to jail, and uh, it, you, the fact that it was five years apart, and then you were also parked. I mean, there are a lot of circumstances that yeah. make me think that it wasn't necessarily a pattern of behavior.
2: Well, and it wasn't. Right. But then okay. after that, like. Uh, There's a lot of things that happen. So, uh, like, you're supposed to have mandatory alcohol, like, classes. Obviously, DUI school have been been there, done that. Um, And uh, Chelsea Handler, actually, she's one of my... I don't, I don't I don't. inspirations I guess like Chelsea Handler's always been my number one that's who I, I wanted to start going into comedy and she, her, I think her original story is that she stood up at like DUI school and like told a joke and that was like how she realized she wanted to go into comedy or something oh, wow. like that so she had DUIs <laughs> too I had to go to AA for a little bit I felt like such a fake because I was like I'm not an alcoholic and I'm in here and I drank last night and I just this isn't oh, wow. like I just wasn't I didn't have alcohol I didn't have alcohol issues I had to go to right. this mandatory alcohol counseling it was basically like a rehab center but I like met this guy in there and we dated and so I was oh, just my God, oh. that's he that's 40 amazing and so he didn't have any license but he also bought and sold cars that he couldn't drive it was wild and so I was like when I was dating him I'm like well maybe this is the reason why I got this third DUI so I could like meet this guy <laughs>
1: Dude, power DUI couple seven DUIs between them
2: literally <laughs> <laughs> the
1: drunkest couple in history and he
2: was sober when we dated and obviously sober no license so I would always have to drive to him oh, yeah. and then, and then he, had, he would have all these cars that he He was buying and selling. I can't get over this in my head. Like, one time he he would always see these random cars and I would have to drive them. He had this like Sebring convertible, which was like a high school dream of Sebring convertible, a Chrysler. And I drove it to dinner. Like, I would just. I and then the one night I ruined it all because I wouldn't drink around him because he was sober. I mean, he had like some issues. He had like done meth at one point. I mean, obviously, I use all this in my comedy. But um, then one night I just went over there like drunk, trying to fuck, and that did not go over well. Oh Oh, my god! So that was it.
0: Huh?
1: (laughs) Guys, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, fill in the blanks here. If I were in a concert right now, and I said, "If you're thinking about starting a podcast," I'd then turn the microphone to all of you sitting in the stadium and you would all yell Anchor, Anchor. And then you'd say, go to anchor.fm to download the software where you could host your very own podcast, see all the best analytics. You could see it in a way that was really user-friendly and nice and not too technical and industry jargony. It's a way that any person can look at it and be like, ooh, that's pretty. And also it's our podcast. And there's no minimum listenership required to advertise and monetize. So you can immediately have ads when you hit the ground running. It's really exciting, really spectacular. If you want to start your very own podcast, anchor.fm, download it now. Can I ask you guys about that? Sorry. No, no. No, because I was going to ask something related to that. I don't think, I don't know what I was going to say. Okay. Well, I I wonder about this sometimes. Like, how do you guys feel about, and I I know that that's a different situation, but how do you feel about having sober sex with a drunk partner? Like, it might be some of your dating. Or you're drunk and they're sober. Has that been an issue for for you guys otherwise?
0: Ashley, I want to hear your Um, thoughts.
2: Oh, so I feel like, In my experience, like maybe I'm sure this is that's happened. I've 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 been so drunk so many times I've had sex with a ton of people. But like in my relationships, I feel like I've uh, don't work at any of them. No, just kidding. Um, I I think I've had guys be like, I'm not going to we're not doing this. You're too drunk. Right. You know, I but think why, though, I always wonder about
1: that. I, I What's am, wrong with that? Is it fun? Drunk you? It's I mean, fun. No, it's different.
2: Yeah. I, th- I also just am trying to think of a situation where I'd be drunk and they'd be completely sober because like if we if we're dating, we went out together. you like, I don't know if that situation has ever occurred, but I think I've definitely had situations when I used to drink so much more where I think a good guy looks at you and is like, you're not here. This isn't right. really consensual. Right. Oh, okay.
0: This, by the way, I I think this is also an age thing, right? Where When you're 22, you just assume everyone's shit-faced all the time. And you're like, ah, this is the only way I know how to have sex. Right. I had a, a thing happen. It was like probably three years ago, two or three years ago maybe, where I went on a date with a girl. It was like a, I think it was a Friday night. We went out dancing and got pretty drunk and she blacked out and we went back, (laughs) we went back to my apartment and I knew that she was like totally just blotto, but she, she was still like, you know, trying to make out with me and stuff. And I put her to, this is gonna sound like I'm trying to tell a good story about myself, but I I put her, (laughs) I put her to bed in my bed And then I went and slept on the couch. So nice. Because I did not want any situation where there was any question of whatever. Right. And then at six in the morning, she came out and saw me on the couch. And by this point she had like sobered up, was whatever. And she was like, What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, Oh, I honestly I just thought I would let you have the bed. I realized you were kind of drunk, and she got insulted by
1: that. Oh God! What?
0: And then she was like mad at me for not sleeping in the bed with her, and she was like, she was like, "What are you, you know? What are you doing?" It was like it was as if I had offended her, like I treated her like a, a, a wounded animal or something. How old was she? She's was probably 28, 29. Yeah. She was like a year younger than me, two two a year younger. You me. dude, you
2: were and right. then and
1: You're then right. that in that situation
2: and that morning understand?
0: we had we had sex with each other. Oh, okay. we we got past it and okay. then had sex with each other, and then I was like, I remember asking her, like, well, what you know, would you have, what would you have thought if we had had sex last night? She was like, I, I wanted to.
2: I think I wanted to. And I don't was like, really "How do you remember? even fucking know?" Also, just like th- there's always like weird. You know, she probably had a boyfriend that like would fall asleep on the couch, and she would feel rejected. Like she probably dredged up Trigger. some stuff, or
0: maybe her father fell asleep on the couch one that's night. That's a real thing. And then oh, the wow. next day was gone and never talked to her again. <laughs> oh my god, that's probably what happened.
2: <laughs> you're, you're probably right. <laughs> that's probably it. Well, you do. You told us on our podcast that you really love the girls with the daddy issues and no self-esteem. Did I say that? Yeah, I cut some of it it, oh. it went on a whole thing okay <laughs> yeah. I got out
1: of that cycle <laughs> I'm happy that I did Well,
2: No, you said, like, you're not, that's not what you, you said you had that crazy summer in Montauk.
0: I did. Yes, I did have a summer in Montauk where I, I, I slept with a lot of women who had not spoken to their fathers recently. Um, <laughs> but I don't seek that. That's not like a Allegedly. first date question. Like, when was the last time you spoke to your father? Uh, and, and then they're like, it's been a long time. And I'm like, great, let's go on. Uh, and
1: you're like, <laughs> yeah. you want to go back to my place? Let's go dance.
2: Um, Julia, what's your, are you single, married? Have a I have girlfriend? a girlfriend. Okay, and it's
1: funny. So I was thinking about this when you were saying, like, you're too drunk. Like, if my my girlfriend and I are hanging out and I wasn't drinking and she has been, and she comes home drunk, like, I think it's cute.
0: Yeah. yeah, but you're in a relationship, right?
1: So that's what I'm asking, though, because I know some people in relationships, their girlfriend comes home wasted, and I'm not saying that I don't get threatened by stuff in my relationship, but so they come, they're like, "Who are you right now? You know, how, like I feel like men get insecure easily about stuff, and then make it about you being bad. Yeah. So like they'll be like, "Why are you? Like, who are you? Like, right. this isn't the girl I decided to start dating."
2: And, I- and she's like, "Baby, what? I'm just drunk. I'm sorry. I love you. I love you." I remember one night. <laughs> this is with my ex. I, because uh, this is when we were good, so we thought it was cute that I was drunk. <laughs> But then after that, it was like every time alcohol is involved, we would like try to kill each other. But he <laughs> I, I we were supposed to leave to go on vacation the next morning, we had an early flight. And he had a show We well, he was he was a comedian. So he had a show and I had a birthday party or something. And I was like, don't forget, we have to wake up at like seven and we have to go, we're going to the beach, you know, don't get too drunk. I didn't say like that, but I'm like, hey, just try not to get too drunk. It was a show that you do in your underwear. So I'm like, you kind of got to get drunk for mm. that. This is a show in Atlanta, underwear comedy. And <laughs> yeah, I, that's like essential. I was so worried he was going to just, because he's insecure, you know, right. any, anybody is to do right. a show in their underwear, except for right. Francis. And um, so ah. I got drunk like wasted and like I went on this the birthday big, party yes yeah. and I came home and he walked in he was great he had like two drinks mm. and I was like one eye open trying to pack my suitcase <laughs> like I'd gone on this whole thing of like don't get too drunk and I was blacked out like couldn't function yeah. and he thought it was cute see that's oh, great that's
0: nice I, yes. I was expecting that to go the other 100%. way 100% especially
1: yeah. with this little punitive threat at the beginning a year like, later oh, it would have 7am you, 7 a.m., you yeah. better be ready
2: you know what I mean yeah, I woke up still drunk I was like terrible. To like finish packing. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, but Julio, uh, to your question of, you know, one partner is drunk, the other is sober. I hate to say it, but I think that, if the guy is drunk and the girl is sober, it's just one of those things where, like, it, you know, yeah, there's nothing weird about that.
2: But it's hard to I mean If they can perform, like, right. If that's a, I right, think right. a lot of times if a guy's too too drunk, from you a just practical can't standpoint, get it done,
0: right. right. The old slinky noodle.
2: Like it's, that's kind of the, that's the indicator. <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's like, uh, yeah, that's the <laughs> top. I, I, I compare it to what well, the old whiskey dick is like when you go on a jog with, and you put a dollar in your sock, because you know you're going to end up at a vending machine. You want to buy a Gatorade <laughs> at the end. And then you get to the vending machine and you pull that wet dollar out of your sock. <laughs> And you start trying to put it into the slot and it just folds in on itself. And you're like, why won't, why won't you take it? I'm quite thirsty. I know I want this. As long as I could just get it started, I know it would inflate inside the slot and then you just keep
2: oh my god this just is really accurate bending Dude, yeah. in on it. this
1: metaphor has been a wild ride
0: yeah that was that's didn't my didn't see that
1: going there
2: Have you, not,
0: the best is, I can come up with to describe what it's fantastic. like that's to, really good so to accurate. feed to feed your noodle dick into a tight vagina unbelievably unless accurate. it's like a gaping cavern where you're like am I in I can't even when how recently did you birth someone like you know and how many were there I just
2: can't get over this like trying to put a dollar a soggy dollar in that slot of the vending machine is exactly, exactly what it is yes. a drunk dick trying to penetrate a vagina. Yeah, exactly. I've never
0: done better. The running is metaphor. the drinking.
2: Have mm. you done this before? I, this right? Many
0: times, many oh. times. I'm always jogging.
2: No, <laughs> I meant the joke. <laughs> Always trying to fuck I with my girlfriend. I thought she meant drunk.
1: you trying to cram your your. Sad, no one knew what I meant. Soft. Yeah, I have. I have done that, and it's one of those <laughs> things where
0: initially maybe they'll start out trying to give you a blowjob, and that gets wor- that's not working. I don't. <laughs> You won't go down on a guy who's not erect?
1: Oh, God. That's I, so cringy sounding. It's I, like, maybe just a little bit more.
2: Oh, I know. Just a couple I, more minutes. I'm almost there. I've done it. I have done it. But I think, yeah. I'm, I think I'm retired from that.
0: Yeah, it's tough. But sometimes you start and then it inflates and then, it inflates it, do and you then think you're it okay. you
2: it does? That's so humiliating. And then you're trying to like stretch it around
1: to try oh, to like get the blood flowing. You're no. It's kind of like yeah. circular emotion. It's such a like, humiliating. The idea of that is a humiliating Yeah.
2: Yeah. Do you like, I feel like recently I had a situation and I'd already had this sex with this guy once in a night, so it was fine. We really were kind of, we drank a ton, Mm -hmm. had great for round one. Oh my God. And then we were trying to do round two and then I just realized it was not fully hard and I'm like, good night.
0: Yeah. Well, but hold on,
2: God bless him for being able to even do round two. He, he, we did it. I mean, he was trying, but I was like, I Uh, feel good about not doing this. We've already done it once. Totally. Someone
0: there was a comedian, and 100%. I hate that I can't cite who it is, but he talks about second nut dick. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean. You've already come once, and then at this age, trying to get it back for a round two.
2: He's not this age. A lot. Of- I only go younger. You know, he's oh, twenty six.
0: Wow, I like that. That's my girl. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Uh, what, my my friends started taking viagra a lot of them and i said what the fuck guys really at this age and they said look it's not that we have a problem getting a boner it's that when you're shit-faced getting that second boner you regenerate much more quickly like the tail of a lizard
2: okay do you ever do they worry it'll just not so i know people go down oh
1: i thought i didn't know you were going there with that i don't think so
2: okay i don't know a lot about viagra like really but I'm like, would I know if a guy was using it? Maybe not.
1: I think I
0: think the way I've understood it, a lot of my friends, young people, will take it. <clears throat> they'll take Viagra, and uh, it doesn't make you have an erection immediately. Okay, but it simmers okay below the surface such that by the time you do encounter a poontang it says here we go we're ready for action and it answers the call and you have your sex you probably ejaculate quickly okay and then within short order you're able to to run Get it back. up again yeah
1: it's like twin tonic prints. plates so i know a kid these kids who uh they would take him in high school 15 16 every time and this guy he's a surprisingly good attitude about it but like we the uh, the the topic of sex came up and he's like yeah dude I'm post sexual like i took too much viagra my <gasps> dick doesn't work anymore he's like 25 post sexual he jokingly described himself as post sexual wait so wow.
2: did when they were t- this is maybe a stupid question when they were taking it 15 16 it, it was to have sex like or just, just to, to be like able take to like drugs?
1: no 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 just have sex yeah <laughs> okay to like just be able to be rock stars what yeah, but they you, literally you, blew you, their load
2: as a too young
0: at yeah. that age you can get like nine or ten boners in a night right I didn't need Viagra (laughs) at that age I needed some kind of anti-Viagra to tamp it down
2: tamp it down (laughs) that's one of my favorite things to say
0: never fit you know
1: he's a horny boy
2: your khakis never fit nice dude nice he's getting (laughs) all boned up my best friend got married in in Tulum Um, this is before Tulum was ruined uh, Um, but this is in 2015 so she started (laughs) Tulum so she got married in Tulum and half of the wedding party she had a small wedding like 40 of us So like 20 of us got Mexico sick, you know, from whatever pretty soon after the dinner of the wet, the wet, like wedding reception dinner. And uh, I was puking and, and shitting. And so was she and the night of her wedding and someone had given her husband like a Mexican boner pill. And so, and she couldn't have sex with him because she's in the toilet so he was just walking around the resort just so boned up like at breakfast oh, wow. he was still like he came to breakfast with this boner like and he was just like what's up guys and she kate we were like where's kate and he was like you know she's throwing up and shitting simultaneously and here he is with this like, rock hard dick just
1: rocked up he, he took el samurai that is
0: absurd that is absurd <laughs> that he didn't tuck it into his waistband and wear a baggier maternity shirt he
2: just doesn't care he's that kind of guy that he's like here it is
0: Oh, I mean, a jerk off? Like I don't, I don't know. I guess I think maybe it was it, like
2: it he couldn't, down. it wouldn't go down.
1: Wow. He just thought it was cool. Well, was like, look at this. Yeah, <laughs> that's
0: insane. That's, that's when you hear like, if you have an erection lasting longer than six hours, consult your physician.
2: That was yeah. Okay. And also, next, I feel like doesn't that start to hurt? <laughs> it's definitely not good
1: for you.
0: Julia, once again, we are going to bring to the listeners' attention the wonders of bird dogs shorts.
1: Guys, literally. I've been wa- I've been wearing, washing, I've been doing laundry more in the past 2 weeks than I have in the past year because I need bird dog silk on my secret parts
0: it's it's frustrating when you don't have a clean pair available which makes me think we need to go get more
1: yeah guys can you send us more
0: (laughs) yeah right Right we're gonna ask them for more if you don't know what they are they're gym shorts with a built-in silky soft inner boxer brief that makes underwear obsolete it literally feels like we're wearing nothing and uh like you're walking around naked they're the most comfortable shorts ever you can wear them in water they dry faster than a bathing suit you can use them as a bathing suit they look great they feel great you gotta love them
1: Yeah, dude, like I went to a party this weekend, right? Went to the party, had to play tennis later in the afternoon, went directly from the party to play tennis, did not change, and then jumped directly in the pool and then spent the rest of the day leisurely sitting by the pool wearing the same fucking pair of shorts.
0: These were the shorts that you had not only partied in, but then played tennis in and then swam in. So And
1: then lounged in and I won.
0: Those are pretty gross shorts at that point, but they're still bird dogs, so they're better than anything else you could be wearing.
1: <laughs> but, uh-huh. it, but it felt good.
0: Yeah. Go to birddogs.com, enter promo code FIRED, and they'll throw in a pair of nunchucks. Yep, you heard that right. Nunchucks. They'll give you an actual weapon along with your pair of bird dogs. <laughs> That's birddogs.com, promo code FIRED, and boom, a free pair of nunchucks with your pair of bird dogs. You will not take these things off, I promise you.
1: I
2: Have you guys taken good. Viagra?
0: I've never.
1: I have taken half of one one time. Okay.
0: And what was your thought behind doing it? Uh, you, were you like, I I can't get a boner, I need help, or did you do it because of, you know, stuff we talked about?
1: Well, I, it was a performance related concern. Mm-hmm. Mm. I was feeling stressed in my head. It was an insurance play. <laughs> insurance you
0: know, play. So a lot of guys. This this is this is what you hear, okay. right? There is such a stigma between behind not getting an erection, where my i had friends in college who if they ever heard once that a dude couldn't get an erection they just immediately outed him as gay uh- that's and there's insane. so many other factors. The air conditioning could be too strong. For sure. Uh, well, that's never a thing.
2: Y- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bring it down to like 47 peak, peak erection I'm a temperature. Big, a- big AC gal. <laughs> One time
0: I had sex on a lifeguard stand on the beach in Montauk, and there was no barrier to the wind. <laughs> and the poor girl, uh, <laughs> you know, it was a cold thing. And we had to go from blowjob to sex, almost like almost like if if there were an exposure problem uh-huh. right where it was like you need to somehow go take it out of your mouth and immediately have your vagina there to okay. sh- to sheath it because if there's a second or two I will get frostbite in my vagina oh, I thought you were
1: going to say sand like a sandstorm would have kind of attached itself to the side <laughs> of your There
0: may have been some of that too lifeguard penis some sand issues and you know that if you get sand Grains in the vagina. Six months later, a string
1: of pearls comes out.
2: Oh, yeah. That's not actually true. That's the real pearl necklace. That's how that started. I completely believe that. Wouldn't that be cool, though? I'm
1: a fucking moron.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Julia was
1: like, wait, what? (laughs) Dude, I thought you were going to say, like, my friends were like, if you can't get an erection, we just beat you. We just beat the shit out of you. (laughs) Yeah, My
0: my (laughs) friends were homophobes. They were. They were very homophobic. Dude, I heard a
1: a terrible story about, like, just a lack of compassion from a friend of mine. He went to Wesleyan. Um, and he went to a party and he saw one of his boys making out with a guy and he went and like, if I saw one of my boys making out with a guy who I didn't know was into that, I would not say anything. Right. I just go say what up to him and never, I would never say a word to him. He's like, dude, I went up to him. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? But like, not out of like you what, you're gay? More like, what the fuck are you doing? And the guy tried to play it off. Like he hadn't just that. he's like, dude, we're just having fun. I definitely <laughs> didn't do that. Like, he's like, dude, I just watched you making out with a guy. And he's like, dude, you can't tell anybody about this. And I was like, did you tell people? He goes, dude, I told everyone. Oh, my
2: God. <laughs>
0: wow. I was like, oh,
1: my God, you're But also, savage. like, if you're out,
2: like, if you're at a party, I mean, if you're going to take it into the bedroom. Right. I mean, if yeah. You're,
0: if you're that concerned that people are going to be finding out that you're gay, that you've kept it a secret, and right. yet you're at a party and making out with a guy, I mean, yeah. that seems
1: Dude, being wasted, the theme of this night, or this night, this afternoon, is that being wasted, you do things you would not typically do, That's including right. getting That's behind true. the wheel. Get, mm-hmm. get
2: arrested, make out with People of the same sex. And cramming
1: your wet dollar bill
2: into the slot to pay
0: for your Gatorade. Right. That's exactly right.
2: I was going to ask you something I can't remember. (laughs) Oh, um, also, I mean, Adderall affects uh, an erection. And I feel like in college, who's not doing Adderall? I take it every day, so how do you does it but are, are you, you
1: prescribed I'm prescribed I take a small dosage I don't feel it In the morning Uh yeah You can take it responsibly I take it responsibly and it doesn't affect any of that sort of thing but I have heard of people who who take it regularly still as adults and it does affect them
2: Well and it's I think you take it responsibly, you know. I dated someone that didn't, and it, you know, it's like you're supposed to take in the morning, get you know, for your job and for your ADHD. And it was just like he would take huge amounts of it, like later in the day, whatever to stay awake. I don't fucking know. It's just cutting and up it, fucking rails it, on his desk. It, yeah, just snorting it. Blue and boogers. it was just yeah, it affects your your dick.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. cocaine, same properties, right? right. Yeah. So- well,
2: I think isn't Adderall closer to meth? That's what I've heard. Speed. Is that? Yeah. That makes so it's much sense. It's made up more like meth. So. And it
1: gives you that kind of if you over if you abuse it, it gives you that that like delusion of grandeur thing. And yeah. you get skinny.
0: Right. It's really actually good for you.
2: I don't <laughs> We do a joke at our show where we talk about crack and I'm like, I would love if people just like thought I was doing crack. Yeah, right. Like actually. Ashley is so skinny. Oh
1: <laughs> like do you think this.
2: she's doing crack? I'd be like, I am. Put yourself Secrets back in out.
1: that <laughs> fifty UI coming up. Crack is bad. Crack. crack is not good. It's
0: it's poor. No, you should. Um, it's
2: for, for poor. What for poor people? Yeah. <laughs> <It's so cheap. laughs> oh my god. And yeah. did you guys watch the night of? It looked kind yeah. of. It looked like it was kind of. I was like into it. He smoked crack in that. They made him yes. smoke it in jail, right? And that's how he. he oh, end, that's right. The show yeah, ended yeah. with him smoking crack.
0: Yeah,
1: he was hooked. I was conflicted by that ending. I don't know if you guys have seen the night of. It's a good show. Um,
0: I thought the I thought the lawyer. I seen... think we're supposed to
2: get another season. What is oh, going really? on? Is this big. Little lies take two. Like, where's it was the second series? I thought it was supposed to be another season. I, I think know, it it's sense. like
0: True Detective, where may, it may be that that whole storyline oh, is done and now they'll a new, write a new season and it'll come out whenever, but it'll be about a totally different story with a different cast. Yeah. Which is cool. I don't mind that.
2: I wanted to see what happened to him.
0: Yeah. He didn't do very well. Well, uh, I did have a question though. Imagine, okay. remember we were talking about your. Your third DUI. Mm-hmm. If you had been on meth, there's no way that you park that car. You keep driving. Keep
2: driving, like run from the cops. Yeah, and you yeah. got pulled oh over God. because
0: you were parked and lost. Right. Whereas on meth, you would just start driving in a radius of blocks and widen that until you found your home.
2: That would be so embarrassing <laughs> for three oh. days. <laughs> I was on meth. <laughs>
0: meth is big with with the gay community, right? Which makes what? you wonder about the boner, the meth boners. <laughs> Like, does that have a problem?
2: I don't know. I could I could uh, reach out to my uh, my ex rehab boyfriend and ask. He did meth? He did meth, Yeah. He did he did all the things. Mm. And I mean the four DUIs. I mean you, I mean I guess I can't really talk because I've had two and a half. But you know I feel like if you're out here getting four DUIs, there's probably other stuff happening too. Yeah. But yeah, he did meth. Right. I would ask him about it because I was like so intrigued. Hmm. He was fine. He had his teeth were fine.
0: Wow. Was it was it needle meth? I don't remember uh, needle I- meth scare and needles needle drugs, you you're you've gone somewhere. Gone too far. Yeah. Something yeah. has happened. Yeah. It's not good. Where yeah. Know,
2: but no, I've never I'm like really out I've that. never tried to outrun the cops. Which is surprising.
0: Right. You're dressed for it. <laughs>
1: I successfully did it in high school. I outran (laughs) the cop. Uh, Like, we were about to get pulled over, and like, you know, my friends of boneheads, like everybody had like, you know, weed and stuff. So we outran the cops, maneuvered away, and we're all like, "Fuck yeah!" Like, we were so excited. And one of our friends had his phone on with his parents the entire time, and he like cut us off on our route and was like, "Oh fuck the cops, huh, guys?" And he escorted us (gasps) all home to our parents and told us the story, or told them the story. Wait, I don't understand. Isn't that crazy? What? What do you mean he was on the phone with his? His phone was on like butt in his dial. pocket, but dialed to his parents, who heard the entire thing happen. Oh, oh and no. his dad shows up. And goes, fuck the cops, cops, on huh, guys, and escorted us all home individually. Were you yeah. in trouble,
0: or was he helping? You?
1: This is the thing. He didn't have a close enough relationship with my parents, and he didn't tell them. I would have fully gotten away with it, but I told them anyway.
0: You had, yeah. I felt this like sense of guilt. Did you have parents that were of the ilk of understanding, protecting? Educating.
1: This is the thing. I had like a spectrum of like based on what I was capable of doing based on how actively involved they were in my life. Yeah. So I like had to be home for dinner. I had to like get good comments on my report card, like all this type of stuff. As long as like that was sort of falling into line, my life couldn't fully far that fall off track and I wasn't doing anything that crazy. So that kind of admission wasn't met with like severe That's consequences. That's
2: kind of how I felt too. It my, does My parents sound- were like, get good grades, get into college. You can still... Party right? Where did you grow up? Where did you grow up? Uh, mostly in like rural Connecticut. Yeah, like I grew up in a small town. I feel like that's a situation where like everybody knows each other. Like I got pulled over drinking and driving the night of graduation, but the cops are like, oh "You are just graduated. We're not going right. to arrest you." Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it was one of those small town things, and that uh, that also bred this whole like, oh, "I
1: can you know do this." Everybody, hey Ash, what are you so, doing out this? Like, go home. Yeah, that's what thing. it was like. Yeah.
2: So I don't know. Maybe had I gotten in trouble, I wouldn't have gotten all those DUIs. Just never got mm. reprimanded.
0: Yeah, That's so. too bad. <laughs> no one ever got mad at you. Uh,
2: <laughs> Can I ask you guys a question about so drinking and tar- driving? We're
1: talking about drinking and driving. Take Ubering obviously is the superior way um, to do that type of thing. Obviously, we recommend it here on Oops. Um, Absolutely. Do you guys ever take Uber pools?
0: I mean, I have done. I have a funny story. I don't. Please, Ashley has not. I I don't
2: listen. I do well for myself. I don't need to. Right. God bless. I just. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I. I don't. I took one one time, and it took me so long to get home. Hundred percent. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like I'm on like this a school bus ride. It's ridiculous. It's It's very. I mean, bringing me back to my public school days, you wouldn't understand that.
0: I went to public school. You did. Yeah, Yarmouth High School.
2: Did you have to ride the school bus?
0: No. I, I mean, I drove, but I drove like a 1987 Volvo that had Nice.
1: I also had a Volvo. A lovely. Yeah. I had a purple Volvo. So
2: they're, I, so sa- they're so safe. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, the Uber
0: Pool is a bad... Exa- it's, a, it's bad. It's a bad product because the margin between the cost of, a, of, of an individual ride versus the Uber Pool, you're not saving that much. I,
2: well, in New York, Uber's they're out of control expensive. So expensive it's like yeah. yeah, but
0: like I always look at the Uber pool versus the actual cost of an individual ride, and yeah. it's like you're saving three dollars, four dollars. No,
1: you save more than that usually, right? It's not half price. It should I, be half price not, or you're less. You're right. It's not half.
2: It's not. It should I be half like price 60%, or less. I would say. I don't average. know. I take them.
0: I'm gonna look right now.
2: I feel Check like it's out. like an an Uber is like 17 and an Uber pool is seven. I mean, it can't. Yeah. Yeah. And in LA, they're like $2 Uber
1: pools. All
0: right,
2: we're right. look at... It's like crazy. Let's
0: look at uh, an Uber from here.
2: I have taken a few, but I'm just... I'm too impatient for it. At the end of the day... 100%. Like, it's just... I'm like, I can't... How long am I going to be in here? Right. Who knows? Right. There's no telling.
0: Okay. All right. An Uber to Brooklyn. Here's the big thing. All right. So an UberX uh, to Brooklyn right now is $37.54. My, it was my old apartment in Brooklyn. An Uber pool... It's twenty seven dollars. Oh fuck,
1: I was gonna say twenty two. What?
0: So it's it's uh five sevenths?
2: That is- <laughs> yeah. I thought they were sevens. usually less.
0: Five sevenths. Which is like I don't know, it's like 70 percent. 70 percent. That's that's it's just not it's not
1: worth it Agreed. to me. For Great. for but for example, coming down here, I took an Uber. I don't want to be sweaty for our lovely guest. Yeah. I'm Good. starting to sweat a bit now. I hope that I'm shining. Sorry, I showed up. Sweaty. Gosh, um, okay. No, 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 no. You look great, girl. It. Thanks. You look yeah. fucking great. Um, but uh, twenty five for twenty two for an Uber, twelve for an Uber pool. I took the pool.
2: Okay. And but then, like, sorry. how many people did you pick up? Like, we picked up one, uh, two people. Okay. And the one thing
1: I find that the one the reason why it sucks here, in my opinion, is that if people are in Uber pools, they don't want you to think that they're poor. Okay. So, like, people are like not nice. And, like, if you're like, hey, they're like, like oh,
2: I, don't, you're I, don't, right.
1: I don't typically take these. So, like, yeah. It. But in LA, everyone, like,
2: I've, been, I've like met people who I'm friends with in Uber pools. Okay. Who are, like, cool. And, like, I totally see that. People are trying to act like they're too good for it. It's like, you're it's in here. So, New York.
0: I, I took an Uber pool home with these two black lesbians who were both soul cycle <laughs> instructors. Oh. And is... I was hoping we would all hook up. <laughs> I was really thinking, you know, I'm the missing piece in this <laughs> sandwich, where they have two slices of bread and clearly need some lean protein and some smoked As banana, it turned baby. out, they were actually lesbians. And Did had you shoot no your shot? You know, we were very friendly and getting along, but there was no there was no opening. You know, there was no moment where I could be
1: like, I
0: want to continue. <laughs>
2: You get married after that. If you yeah. pull that off, you get married with your yeah. next partner. We do a bit at our show. I mean, I can give this away. Whatever. It, when we when we go to a city, mm. we travel for our show. Like we we go to cities that have all that they have the bird scooters. You know, yes. oh, which is so not fun. New York. I will always. I mean, whatever. It's a bit. I'm like, you guys have a lot of bird scooters here. Blah blah blah. I rode one today. I'll do this whole thing, and I'll like. I'll be like, Raina, let me ask you a question. Would you rather have a guy pick you up for a date? on a bird scooter the audience goes crazy and then i'm like or an uber pool and they like lose their minds <laughs> <laughs> the, her joke is like she, she's like i can't i don't know the exact way she says it. the first time we ever did it, she fucking nailed it she was just like i think an uber pool because then you have the chance of meeting another poor guy in the- <laughs>
1: oh that's great oh my
0: god that's great that is really
2: good but you see i've seen Couples on those scooters—it seems so unsafe.
0: Fucking insane. Yeah, that's small. That's really tight quarters.
2: But that is a funny thing. Like if you got picked up for a date in an uber pool i the, i can't imagine I, anytime i see people in a date
1: on a in an in a date on a date in an uber pool i'm like dude what are you doing yeah. pony up the extra 10 bucks you're on a date man right jesus
2: we're just like split, split right? so so here's the
1: question
0: with her right, right, right. No. No. is the main reason that people are going in uber pools is it to save money or yeah. is it to meet people
2: oh god i That's think it's I to, to save money. money yeah and the thing is is Okay. I just don't want to sound like an asshole. I, when I first moved to New York, I took a few like to to save money. I'm making more money now. So I just don't, I don't, and my time is valuable. I never know how long I'm going to be in there. But, um, you don't sound like an asshole at all. Yeah. It's, it's to save money for sure. I don't think people are like, I'm going to mix and mingle.
0: Right. (laughs) Well, it would be one way. It would be one way to meet people. Like I met those lesbians. (laughs) Do you guys keep in touch? I, we don't. They did give me like a couple passes to Soul Cycle, but I don't like Soul Cycle.
1: It's a, which is fits in with the current trend
0: right it's too political
1: are you guys boycotting sales cycle
0: i'm bo- i boycotted chick-fil-a when they didn't like the gays and i'm bo- no i didn't actually do that
2: you're so i have a real battle with that being i lived in atlanta for 10 years so like chick-fil-a is the, right. the gospel Our you know country. but right. it's just it's i mean i asked my gay friends one time like can i eat this like you guys tell me like not i have more than one gay friend but my favorite like, gay couple like my closest gay, gay friend they're a couple what am i i mean you guys know how gay people work uh and he was just like we eat it sometimes we call it hate chicken
0: <laughs> and that's why i was like okay the so product I is good enough yeah.
2: but hey, sorry go sorry, ahead, go ahead. What were you just saying about? Oh, Cycle and Equinox. Yeah, I mean,
0: for the record, for people listening, uh, it has come out that SoulCycle and Equinox are brands that are are what?
2: They're a subsidiary of the related companies, which is this guy Stephen Ross. I think he started it, and he's, he's a multi-billionaire. Oh, he's a chair. Yeah, and so he's a multi-billionaire, and he was hosting a fundraiser for Trump this weekend. This weekend in the Hamptons at his house. So people just latched on. First of all, they own so much—the Hudson Yards, the dolphins. In New York, so right, the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> like all these things—and but people obviously latched on to, and clearly, I'm I'm hate Trump, you know, super liberal, but it's still kind of silly when the people latch onto one thing. It's like, that's fine, but make sure you're boycotting everything that this company owns. If you're going to lash out about Equinox and soul cycle, I think that's fine. I think you can look at it a bunch of different ways. I think you can be like anything that I'm paying is lining these, this, this company's pockets and they support values that I don't support. Mm. That's fine. Right. Cancel your membership, but you got to, Cancel a lot of other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. You got to be consistent. You almost have you to like consistent. research what it all is.
1: It becomes difficult to find out because people are in- investing in everything. It's like hard to like fully. Yeah. Because around the, I did a, I did a
2: blog on this when before, right before the election, where people, I saw this like m- moronic girl on Facebook, like I'm not going to Starbucks anymore. Like they came out that they supported Hillary or whatever, and I did this blog of like all the things you need to stop supporting if you support trump and hate hillary and it's like Mm -hmm. everything was delta you know it was like every target you know these are the if you're gonna go if you're gonna do it you've got to stay consistent because you just look like an idiot
0: yeah and and it's worth outing people like, yeah, you don't like uh, Starbucks? Well, how about those fucking sandals on your feet?
2: Yes. Right, right,
1: right.
0: Stupid, stupid bitch. <laughs> stupid bitch. I, I have an interesting thing I want to raise with you guys. Uh, we've talked about sugar daddies before a <laughs> lot on the podcast. It was one of the reasons I got fired. We brought it up in the last episode. And this past weekend, I met a friend of mine in Los Angeles who... Meets a lot of women on sugar daddy dating websites. He goes on seeking arrangements. Okay. But he is not a sugar daddy. He doesn't have much money at all. He may even drive an Uber pool. (laughs) And... So he goes on the website and I'm like, how is this possible? This, what? how does this even work? And he said, all right, it's a numbers game. You put your profile out. You, you reach out to like 10 women, nine out of the 10 say, I want money. I want money. I'm not meeting you unless you pay me, whatever. <laughs> but then one of the 10 is like, you know, I wanted money, but you're funny. Let's have a date anyway. And they're all whores. <laughs> So he has sex with them
2: for free. Uh, okay, I have so many questions. Same. Why? <laughs> Let's start.
0: He had had sex with a, that with a girl he'd met on Seeking Arrangements the during the day that I arrived.
2: So why why Seeking Arrangements? Like is does he is he because he's up for the challenge? Why not just regular other yeah. sites?
0: Because everybody on Seeking Arrangements is a prostitute, basically. Oh, that, that's what he, said. he
2: thinks they're better in bed.
0: No. Oh, yeah, they will have sex in exchange for money. But he doesn't have money. Right. Oh, so, but, how but that, if, okay. if the girls that are still that are on there, according to him, okay, are still just like oh, so transactional about sex that it's not three dates. He has to have a nice personality and a sense of humor. I need okay. to trust him and then sex.
2: So they'll have sex for the laughs. Like, that's the the currency.
0: Yeah, they see, perhaps they see sex as, right, as a transaction.
2: Like, they're like, oh, I wanted this Prada bag, but, like, you're funny. Yeah, right. So let's fuck. Right. I get it. Oh,
1: fuck you. First of all, I... (laughs) Isn't that amazing? I want to take away anything about the sugar baby situation in this. I want to talk specifically about your friend, and he sounds like a fucking dirtbag.
0: (laughs) Why? I'm sorry, dude. I I wouldn't do it, but I think it's so easy.
1: You could bang him the first night,
0: bang him out. Well, he 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 doesn't, he wasn't talking like that though he has found a workaround what does that even mean he has found a, a, a flaw in the system which is that you you can still be on Seeking Arrangements as a man and you don't have to be a 60 year old dude with 60 million dollars
1: you can also be on Tinder as a man and right. get laid that night yeah and not have to like it's, just, it's harder it's
2: But is Is it it harder though? Because he has to Like you said It's one out of ten women That are going to fall for this Like he seems like He has to put in a lot of work To even find that one Like couldn't he find A slutty girl on Tinder And it
1: sounds like he has game They're like oh you're funny That works with non
0: I think that Seeking Arrangements Is so black and white Okay About sex it's so clear that the only reason that you're on there is because you think there's a man you're going to match with, and he will give you something in exchange for it's
2: transactionally. Yeah, yeah. It's a good word.
0: And, and by the way, not for nothing. It, it isn't always sex, right? Like some men on there just want companionship or a hot date.
2: I, I've heard about this. Yeah, we've had girls message us and be like, "We get a. Lot, we want to have an actual sugar baby on our podcast, cool. um, just to discuss it." But we've had, I think, a girl message and she was like. He he bought her tickets to our show. We're like, that's amazing. Uh, that right. was how it started. I'm coming to your show in whatever city. And my oh, Dallas, my sugar daddy uh, bought me. And she was like, he just wants like a couple phone calls and like yeah. For and he buys like my books and stuff. Like he's not paying for her school. She's in college, right? But he she's like getting something out of it. And she's like, I just gotta like talk to him on the phone every once in a while. Well, so, well that and sounds then, lovely. But this is funny. We had a girl also. This was uh, at one of our shows. I feel like this is your friend. She found this guy and then she called him her Splenda Daddy because like he's not real sugar
1: uh, he didn't have fucking any money that's hilarious
0: but he so he doesn't buy her any Splenda she,
2: Daddy I forget the whole story but she was like I got this guy I call him he's like I thought he was gonna be a sugar daddy literally this is probably your friend she was like I thought he was gonna be a sugar daddy but he's not so I call him like my Splenda Daddy and he's bought me like a couple things but nothing crazy
1: Interesting. I'm sorry, friend. Salting your friend. No, no, Francis. I, mean, I don't give a shit.
2: Is he a dirt bag?
0: No, he's a good dude. Sure I have another really thing. I, another thing he taught me. Right. <laughs> so, these, these, you, let me tell you something. I, I've been reformed by him,
1: dude. What are these lessons you're learning? Maybe you shouldn't <laughs> be learning these lessons. Let,
0: let me tell you this. You lesson, need new mentors, right? Because if you frame what he just explained about going on that website and, and manipulating it, and such it sounds bad on paper. Certainly, he also keeps track of. How many women he's had sex with. He keeps a list.
2: A list like in an Excel. I'm so intrigued by this. And I
0: went to your live show and you a bunch of girls in the audience had Share also their done list. It. Yeah, so it's certainly not. It's not some like kill. We used to call it a kill list in high school.
1: Yeah, which was body count. Pretty bad. It kind of is that though. Not not in a bad way. It's like you look back. You are like, ah, that was one. You are
0: itemizing your sexual relationships. But uh, I. I, It's so like it would be very hard to defend a a list like that to a hardcore feminist. I would think right. But But here is
2: the fact: keeping a list. Yeah, but women do it. I don't think
1: so.
0: Right. Okay. Well. I have I've been I've like I've had women when I was in high school a, an English teacher a woman came up to me and was like I heard that you're keeping a list of all the women you've had sex with and I was like who the fuck
2: told you that A teacher?
0: Yeah. She was like I, I really like you and Wait, I just wh- want, I feel like you're going down the wrong path.
2: Classic
1: teacher Sat overstepping situation.
2: A, yeah. I just I'm a f- hardcore feminist. I don't I don't see why Unless you have like a bunch of really terrible notes next to the woman's name. I don't know why it's any different than a woman keeping track of who she slept with.
0: I think this was before women were known to be doing that. Okay. So anyway, I I understand that Excel spreadsheet from the men's perspective to be a little bit quanti- you're quantifying women. Yeah. In which it which to me is an extension of objectifying.
2: Okay. That's fair.
0: Anyway, here was my friend's Response to why he does it. He said, All right. He's like, I've had sex with 56 women. He said, If A woman calls me and she says, listen, I have some bad news. I just tested positive for chlamydia. Mm -hmm. You should reach out to your recent sexual partners and tell them. He goes back to his list and sees that she was number 53. So he only has to call 54, 55, and 56.
1: That is incredibly stupid. (laughs) That's insane, dude. Why is that stupid? Because, dude, like... She Instead has of having to call all 56... Because, dude, because 56 isn't that crazy of a fucking number, and he should be able to remember the last five people he slept with. He shouldn't be like, I'm going to refer to the... Well, let's what I mean? say that it's 44, right? Also, He's do, you really have, need to, if, do
2: you need to be out here calling people based on chlamydia? It's so easy to get rid of. It's not a big deal. What if it's
0: super, super chlamydia? is that a thing <laughs> Yes. Yeah, the, the really vi- the really resistant strain that has now decided it, it doesn't um, give a fuck about antibiotics, antibiotics.
2: really yeah. are you making this up not
0: at all super chlamydia uh, it's either it's either that <laughs> or gonorrhea one of them one of them has has developed a strain that is becoming antibiotic resistant oh. o- along with a lot of viral diseases yeah. by the way he said that to you with a straight face 100%
1: that's outrageous <laughs> dude that is I thought so... that was I thought that was fascinating it's, just, it's absolutely fascinating but it's also absolutely fucking stupid. Wow. Yeah. But but,
0: but 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 let's 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 play devil's advocate. Okay. Let's say that it was number 44, right? And okay. and the women are very spread out. So he can't exactly remember. I'm obviously he's not going to call number 4, the girl that he like had sex with when he was 16, but maybe number 40, number 41, they blend together and he can't remember the timeline of who came before whom.
1: And what's the re- yeah, again, what's the reasoning of him needing to know who Maybe he has it now. Oh, so he can tell them that he gave it to them?
0: Yeah. He says, listen, oh, okay. un- unfortunately, after uh, I had sex with you after having sex with someone that had who Lumenia. also had it. So you have to go get tested.
2: But shouldn't he did he get tested?
0: Well, that would be the first thing to
1: do. So yeah,
2: because he might right. not even have it.
1: We all should be getting tested regularly for STDs, right. which means that number 34 to 44, you will have gotten tested within that period. You unless you've just been on a complete rampage or whatever in the past two weeks you've banged 10 people yeah in which case you should still also be getting tested afterward but like i just don't i don't see that situation ever happening for him fine
2: do you know everybody you slept with <laughs> do you what? guys have you know everybody you've slept with no yeah ne- i do you do yeah as in like oh because is it because it's not that many or um, you have a list
1: I, I maybe have some kind of reference situation. Yeah. You have a list. There's nothing wrong with potentially. that. I Just don't, potentially. There's potentially a list somewhere.
0: You, you don't... As long as you're... You be the voice of reason here. Is it... Is it wrong I guess it's the for mi- a man to keep a list of how many women he's I guess
2: it. it's the mindset of why you're keeping the list. But I feel like I can't say that it's wrong because I know that women do women it. Women do it, too. Like, we do this at our live shows. Like, we yes. have women – like, women are going crazy these days with these lists. They have PowerPoint presentations. It is bananas. <laughs> that is wow. so funny. We, we Every time we do this at our show, we <laughs> never think we're going to be able to, like, beat the last show. And it blows our minds. I think they just have the, – they're younger – they're yeah. younger girls mm-hmm. that maybe just have, you know, access to more technology. They're more savvy. They're these, like, what, is, what is not even millennial like Gen Z or whatever. Yeah, right. They just are doing these funny things. I mean, I'm talking like slideshows. Like in Philly, we had this uh girl, we were like asking for people's lists and stuff like that. This is the thing we do at our shows. And, uh, she kind of was like, I think I have something like we'd already kind of wrapped the segment. And we had this girl off to the corner. She's like, I have, we're like, What what is it? And so she brings it up. I can't. It was a slideshow set to my humps by Fergie. And every... It was a guy's... His his picture. We're going to get sued for this one day. We got insurance to protect against this. It's like a picture of a guy and then like an anecdote. And his name, age, whatever, and then an anecdote. And the anecdotes were so funny. It was like... Fucked him and his best friend. A little bit racist. Like, it was really, oh like, God. so funny. We were we we loved it so much that at the end of the show, we played it again. We're like, bring it back up here. Let's close the show on this. Yeah. And we've had other stuff it's, that's come close to that since. Like, I don't... I think people think it's funny.
0: Yeah. Did the list have both the first and last name?
2: That one... That one didn't. We've had situations where we're like, this could be an you illegal it issue. It yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, we do a lot of stuff at our shows that, like, you know, we'll pull up screenshots and we're like, oh, that's somebody's phone number. Like, this isn't, we can't yeah. do this. Right. Um, <laughs> but we have had, a... yeah, I mean, I never, there, there came a point where I was like, I've had a ton of sex in college and I was like, I can't keep track of this.
0: Yeah.
2: I, I do know, I, how I, to know use Excel. I know
0: within uh, a standard deviation of 10.
2: How many? Number? I would
0: would think I would be able to guess within a standard deviation of 10. Okay. So it could be 10 more than I think or 10 less. I
2: think I could do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't think it's going to be 10 less, though. (laughs) I have no idea. I I really don't know. Because... because,
2: Did you have a period that was a lot more... Like, was there like a couple years? It's what we've described
0: earlier, which is that so much sex has had drunk and you forget... Yeah, you forget like your younger years, like just one night stands. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I've had I've had group sex. Uh, Groups?
2: That's, like that's, how, that's how, like that's like the word <laughs> a dad would use to describe I've an had group orgy. Sex.
0: I've had. Well, I'm, it, I would, like, I does that just mean it, an
2: orgy? It's I don't true. know if I would
0: call it an orgy. An orgy what to is- me is like thirty people. <laughs> You know, <laughs> speed dating from one air mattress to the next.
1: What? <laughs> right, a well balanced gender comparison too. Yeah. It's like sixteen what? men, sixteen women. Like
0: in some <laughs> weird fucking VRBO you found. <laughs> In the mountains.
2: So, what is group sex then? Group sex, four to five.
0: Yeah, four, four. Two <laughs> guys, two girls. You know, just more than a threesome, less
1: than an orgy. Musical chairs, and not okay. a
2: gang bang. Yeah. Okay. This is good. I guess I've, I would just. I guess I didn't know. I, I've. If I thought of four people, I would call it an orgy. But maybe I'm wrong. All these. Some times.
0: people do. I think that does qualify as an orgy. <laughs>
2: Depends too. It could be swinging.
0: But orgy to me True. feels so rambunctious. <laughs> Like you need to have a DJ and maybe a chef for after. And you're
2: right. It's an Airbnb or a Someone VRBO.
0: Bringing vitamins and towels around.
2: Rambunctious is so funny. It's yeah. like
1: a pillow fight.
2: Yeah, you know.
1: <laughs> it's so Rambunctious. It's, it's funny. When did you
2: have group sex? More, oh, more than God. one occasion.
0: Uh, well, I've had, I've had the, I had that foursome when I was, I don't know. Oh, that's 20, another
2: word too. I guess. 23, you
0: could use. 24, something like okay. that. Like you and three girls. No, no, okay. me, two, guys, two girls, two girls. And, a, and a friend. And then I have had a, a threesome with two girls.
1: Okay. Yeah. Man, Which never- I didn't think would
0: ever happen in my life. And then it happened, and I was like, uh, that wasn't as good as I had hoped it would be. <laughs>
2: I feel like that's got to be most people's experience. It doesn't live up to what you think.
0: Well, the way I would describe it, um, the problem was the girl, I I had been hooking up with one of the girls and she was bisexual Okay. and she was out on a date with a girl and she texted me and said, "Um, would you like to have a threesome? And I said, you know, I don't even know why you wasted the data sending that text. And uh, she said, great, we'll be home at 11. And I was like. Tonight, like, <laughs> like I'm reading, you know, <laughs> I'm not prepared for this bucket list item to occur. I had my night guard in,
2: right, and um, <laughs> so
0: you like take that out. You're like, ah, oh, i got to hustle.
2: That's behind my rotator in.
0: Yeah, right. So then, um I they they knocked on my door, and immediately I was like, wow, you know, the girl that the girl I'd been sleeping with, the one that she was had chosen. I wouldn't have. Oh, gotcha. Um, she she just wasn't like somebody I would never have slept with her wasn't your type.
2: Otherwise, wasn't One you? on one. Right.
0: Do you know what yeah, I mean? I get and it. and, and, not and a so, crime. but then it's, it's not you're not up to you. It's not like, you're not like, Hey, can, you can we switch else? her out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, why don't you
1: go take five?
0: Right. It's <laughs> yeah.
2: incredibly
1: offensive.
0: And they, and
2: they, Life do you have all any turned. other friends or right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do better. You know, uh, that
2: is so crazy <laughs> Yeah. when you're so, like, I'm not into it anymore. Right. She's just not my type.
0: <laughs> well, you know, what was amazing was that like, they, they were, they were so playful with each other. And they were like, we want you to watch for five minutes. Okay. And they, they like, like got naked and started hooking up on the bed. And I thought it was going to be, like, this sensual, caressing, lovely, candlelit lesbian porn scene. And the two of them, I mean, they were, like, 69ing, and it was loud.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) just a lot of like <laughs> suction it sounded like they were unclogging a toilet oh my god uh, a lot of like <laughs> also smacking like of labia Nine. Oh my yeah. God. yeah a lot of just a lot of noise and then you're standing at the edge of the bed like should I jerk off this feels weird like and vigilant like I'm being <laughs> wait I'm, I'm like just an observer should I be outside the window like in a bush somewhere <laughs> oh I'm offending somebody right now do they know I'm here <laughs> like do I need to make sure it's clear and then at some point they were like come on over over and I was like, hooray! And I, uh, and then you know, we did all the iterations because I think we all thought there was there was a yeah. chance it would never happen again. Um, and in our lives, so we were like, let's check all of the boxes.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that was fun. I did yeah. enjoy it. That okay. Part,
1: once very. It yeah. It's very like type A of you guys. I'm impressed at how organized you are. You arranged a time.
2: Right. You 11, came like, let's
1: do this now. Okay. Now I'll go down on her while you do it from there. That's right. And right. Then yeah. the beginning is an interesting scene of you though, because like the only way you can sit on the bed and observe a threesome is over your shoulder. So you're kind of like leaning off the bed, looking over your shoulder, which is like kind of an eerie. Well,
2: I, and if, you're, it, st- and if it, you're standing above them, that's it's very worse. murdery. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so I was yeah. standing oh. o- uh, to the, off to the off the bed, and like
2: the way you look, I can't even. Imagine. I was in the yourself? shadows.
0: I was wearing black and white camo pants, and I <laughs> just like I want up blend and with the night and uh, <laughs> creature of the night. And the worst part was I'd already jerked off twice that day, so I definitely had the slinky noodle going. Yeah, and the uh, dollar. Oh. Oh, man but luckily you know it, it it did rise to the to the challenge once uh once i was involved
2: so i just wow. would never have done i mean i have a lot of thoughts on 69 anyway um i can't imagine that's what would be my go-to if i was trying to like hook up with a girl and be sexy in front of a guy like it wouldn't be to put my asshole in the air Hmm. you know
0: yeah they just lay down like that like Lincoln Logs. <laughs> and they fit. Luckily, I think their torso ratios matched up okay.
2: I just Did you guys ever watch Wild Things? Yes. That of was course. my first no. like viewing of a threesome. That was the first like yeah, that was like the and, rated
1: R movie that was like potential masturbation material. And mm. I
2: remember like I was I mean, I don't know how old I was, but I I mean, I guess you could call that kind of softcore porn. I remember being like, oh, this is hot. Oh, it was uh, Denise Richards and Nev Campbell and then Matt Dillon. Matt right? Dillon. Mm, and cool. that, that was like a hot <laughs> nice. threesome. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did you watch it?
0: Well, I remember the pool scene. Yeah. But okay. I only ever saw that on YouTube. Okay. I never watched the full movie.
2: Julia, have you had a threesome? Uh, you have a girlfriend. I don't know if you're allowed to talk I about it. I know. This. No, I'm allowed to talk about
1: it. I have definitely participated in some uh, activities with multiple people. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was it was nice and fun and yeah. you know it's I a nice thing to I check off the out list. For it.
0: I I'm I'm don't like having a threesome with another guy, and oh. I've done it and I don't like it. I, oh. I don't like boners. What? Seeing your buddy who you've had lunch with, no. erect his O face grunts. So I, I, I don't get this too though. A very vocal buddy.
2: Right, right, right. Well, like, if yes, I had yeah, a threesome, it. it wouldn't be with a friend. <laughs> too like a girl, it wouldn't be with my girlfriend. Right. I don't think. Mm. I don't know. I, I just, I don't know the situation in which I'd want to have a threesome. I'm just, I I'd, I'd have like jealous nature, mm. you know, yeah. and then I'm like competitive too. So I'd be like, well, I'm going to do that now, but better. It would be weird. Interesting. Well, dude, but you, you were saying about how you play lacrosse and
1: how there was a very kind of like fratty, uh, sort and I'm, I'm making, I'm saying that word. If you disagree with that, you, you can't, no, that's but you were, for sure. a lot of nudity, rapey. there was the song from the band that right, you listened to. We, yeah, we you can't. did say no contact, yeah. but it is potential to do a bro, bro. One young lovely lady threesome with no contact
0: with each other. Yeah, you well, potentially... for sure without without. Are you talking about a bisexual
1: threesome? No, no, no. I'm oh. just talking about like you know you accidentally graze him or something. Yeah, we weren't grazing. No, no grazing. But I'm surprised to hear you say you don't like do, doing that with a friend where you don't mind at all with a group of friends. And does that change the dynamic? Well, okay. Two
2: guys on one girl. Just it feels bad. To me. It feels really it's cringy to me. It it's just it also feels like just really. Potentially degrading experience. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a really degrading. Experience. It can be, I, agree. I
1: think for sure. I agree. But
2: whatever, if it's if that's what you want as a woman. No, no, no I, judgment. Shouldn't have to be. Right. Yeah, but it kind of just is usually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Feel.
0: No, but I know what you're saying, Julio. And the foursome that I had, uh, there wasn't much interaction between the couples. Do you know what I mean? We weren't like linked like a square. You were just kind
1: of swip it, switching.
2: Yeah, we would
0: swap, but there were, we we were at extreme extremes of the bed. Right. Yeah. Do you right.
2: feel, like, I think my concern would just be, like, there's just so much fluids. Like, has everyone been tested yesterday?
0: Yeah, good question. It's really? It's it like a
2: rodeo. Tough. I don't know. And uh-huh. I'm not even big on, like, I think one-on-one, like, I'm, you know, I try to have safe sex, but, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. I usually get a vibe for somebody. I'm like you know, you're safe. Right. But this is a vetting I think process. in a threesome situation, I would be like, are we good?
1: Okay. So we have some, uh, thank you guys for sending your emails. Uh, and you can also leave your stories on the comments, uh, when you rate us on, uh, Apple podcasts, but we have a good story this week of a fuck up situation, uh, from a friend. So we're going to pull that up. Well, not from a friend, from a guy who emailed, but if you email, hopefully you're our friends as long as you're not a savage animal. Who's sending some crazy You guys story. will start
2: to get hate emails soon.
1: Yeah. Will we?
2: I'm I sure. mean, yeah, if, if you get really popular. Oh. We can't I... read our iTunes reviews anymore.
1: Oof. Just, like, makes you feel too terrible? Well, it's
2: just, if you hit a certain level of popularity, people say mean things. It just well, you, is what it I is. I mean, I've,
0: I'm so used to that, though. Of like, your, I, yeah. I don't, so I don't read anything. I don't read the iTunes You're, Well,
2: reviews, you, though. you, specifically, not to, like, change the subject, but people... I have not yet really started saying mean things to me in my own instagram comments which when that day comes it's just gonna be really sad because it's like this is my own you will thing will have made it like bigger though yes nice. but you you get that sometimes and i'm like oh. do you you don't read the comments ever i mean barstool
0: was like just it was so constant right the negativity that you had to tone it out
2: but it's just it's so wild to me to comment something mean and negative on a person's own page like if somebody wants to go to barstool and say i hate francis but to go to your own but
0: you're a public figure
2: they don't even think you see it it's so gross
1: we see it guys be nice fuck all right anyway hurts our feelings what do you got all right so we got a story from uh our friend so i'm gonna summarize because he's like dude this is a very important detail and then sorry dude it wasn't that important (laughs) so our friends it wasn't so our (laughs) friend's name will he was he worked in sales at a big gym Mm. Uh, and he was quickly climbing the he ranks, uh, right? Yeah, per- fits in perfectly. <laughs> no, I think it was like the New York Sports Club uh, adjacent situation. Yeah, this is in Boston, whatever. So the members were complaining about the smelly yoga mats. He, uh, so they got new yoga mats, and he posted a sign. He went rogue and posted a sign <laughs> that said, "Quote: Attention members, we finally have new stretching mats that everyone has been wanting. Exclamation point. We ask for your patience as the smell will only last a day or two. Thank you." P.S. This is a gym. You expect to smell like the hanging gardens of Babylon? End quote. Fired. Wow. <laughs> and he got fired. He got fired for that. Um, and then now he says, you know, fast forward 10 years later, whatever, he, his girlfriend destroys like whatever. So, but he ended up getting a better job, I think. But he got fired for that. And you know what, dude? I kind of feel like you deserve to get fired for that. <laughs> Huh. Why are you right? You're not a comedian, dude. Why are you making jokes? I'm sure someone's going to be like, dude, you're not a fucking comedian. You fuck, right? You. But like, don't be going rogue like that, man. It's you don't rogue. have to make jokes. He would yeah. post them all over the gym. I know you're a big shot at your company, but don't do that.
2: Yeah,
0: I I do agree. <sighs> Is it a
2: fireable offense? I, I do guess. agree.
0: I mean, you he's inserting he's inserting his own personality into a public message. And when you when you do that, you have to know that what you're writing, what you're doing, is always going to be an extension of the gym, of the brand. And he should have run that joke by yep. the higher ups, who yep. would almost certainly have said, "Don't, don't even think about it." Right.
2: Well, and it, it's yeah. If he was the owner of this company, he can do whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, there's people that that's how they operate their company they're like it's tough love get on board you right. know like the owner of like rochelle's this like asshole of a dude that's mm-hmm. like but i own the place i can act however i around. want right. and um yeah so if like if that's your brand go with it but if you're an employee of a company Right.
1: Yeah. So he says his boss was out to get him. I can I maybe see that like that. Like I could see someone giving you shit and then forgiving you for this. Definitely a fireable offense. I think the moral of the story is don't be a fucking asshole because even like the American apparel guy was a piece of shit and American apparel is no longer a thing. Yeah. And that company was enormous. So like there's you can't you can only push it so far. Also
2: clean your yoga mats.
1: Yeah, seriously.
2: I go to plenty yoga studios where you have to use their mats, and they smell fine. Yeah, and finally, <laughs> oh, the Hanging
0: Gardens of Babylon, what an esoteric <laughs> reference. And find a perfume that's a little more accessible. That's a, one of the eight natural wonders of the world, or like the yeah. an, wonders ancient. of the ancient
1: world. And uh, they argue that it never even actually existed.
0: Yeah, and it's like, d- does anyone in America remember the smell of the hanging gardens
1: of Babylon? I didn't get the reference. I'm sorry. No one knows what they smell like because they never existed. You're Will. just
0: assuming because the word garden is in there that everyone's going to know that smells good. and they- Nobody fucking knows that. Nobody knows that. Yeah. Full of shit. Anyway, this has been Oops! The Podcast. We have been so happy to have Ashley Hesseltine on our show. Ashley, plug where we can find you.
2: Okay. First of all, don't drink and drive. Mm. Yes. Don't drink and drive. Gotta say that enough. Redeem. Yeah. No driving and I'm drinking. I'm not proud of my history. Um yeah, Girls Gotta Eat Podcast is me and my co-host Raina. And you can find us on Instagram, Girls Get Eat Podcast. I personally on Instagram and Ash Hess A-S-H-H-E-S-S. And that's where I post most of my stuff. Our next show is September fifth. September fifth. Yeah, the stand. So I'll be doing comedy obviously around the city and stuff before that, but that's the next time I guess I have on the books at the stand and yeah, that's pretty much it. Awesome. Francis, what do you got?
1: Uh, I'm
0: at Zany's in Nashville, September 26th. You can get tickets to that um, at Francis Ellis.com. Otherwise, you guys know me at Francis C. C. Ellis on Instagram uh, at Francis C. Ellis on Twitter. Uh, follow us at Oops, the podcast on everything.
1: Amazing. And uh, yeah, I have a, a show I'm producing as well at the stand. August Ooh. 16th. Uh, it's called Fat Baby Uh, we're probably gonna start doing it every Friday at 11pm it's fun it's like a party show come by uh, check us out and uh, not Julio on Instagram and Twitter and uh, yeah awesome
0: thanks so much guys thank you Ashley we love you go follow
1: Ashley support her she's fucking awesome rocking the camo ready to do it ready to get it going hiding in the night peaking
0: send in your (laughs) email mistakes to uh, oops the podcast at gmail.com and we'll see you next week
1: see you guys